Oh, he didn't hit the button. Yeah. Well, I went live though, so everyone, oh. everyone's currently watching. Mm. But they but, couldn't hear us. No, Did they, they, they canceled yet. Oh shit! My my backups weren't weren't. Well, rolling. you know what? They probably didn't hop on when we first started, so nope, they probably they missed did. that. Mm. Yep, they, they've all oh. been here. Wow. Oh, we got Jack Schweitzer. What in the would house. we? Okay, Mr. Schweitzer. What's up, dude? If we didn't talk about, if we didn't have racial jokes, and if we didn't have, you know, demeaning jokes about, you know, women and people's sexuality <laughs> well, and things like that, would there be? Yeah, would there be anything for us to? I mean, would we have a show? <laughs> I don't know, dude. Would we be anywhere? I think. Well, would we be anybody? We'd, we'd be doing some stuff that's not on camera. Is this the? <laughs> is this the reason why nobody watches? It could be. It may be. It might be. It I want to reevaluate maybe yeah. some of the content creation that comes from Andrew. Hmm. Andrew, he's, he's, he's got a sick, fall for everything that goes wrong. He's got a sick mind. He's disgusting. I, I, Stephanie, I, get your husband. I do a pretty good job of like keeping it all suppressed, though. Mm, suppressed? What are you? What are you, tra- what are you talking about? That's suppression. Mm, you know, we are done with that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that anymore. So, got to open so, up. Open up the taint. Remember, yeah. Ed Cohen said that. He did. <laughs> <laughs> Taints are getting smaller though. Mm. What's the show about? I can't even remember. Influencers. You don't have okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's more influential when it's said that way. <laughs> that is You know what? You're absolutely right. It That's is. That's a really good point. It is. Even I mean, I'm it's weird. I'm interested. Can you do it though, Mark? Uh, maybe. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> see as the show progresses (laughs) (laughs) y'all don't know what i'm asking mark to do i'm asking mark to like use a certain tonality what you're asking me to do i've um well there was the locker room just try it (laughs) it might be a little bit fun it's so uncomfortable whole episode it was that one guy (laughs) well yeah anyway yeah (laughs) not a fan oh Hmm? god i had shrimp and rice yesterday by the way yeah yeah shrimp you had rice. some of that shrimp yeah. is it like garlic shrimp it's the this one was actually the garlic shrimp i haven't had the bayou shrimp in it's a minute way, yeah it's mm. been a hot minute yeah mm-hmm. but the garlic shrimp is good too mm-hmm. i like it i just pour it on top of that baby go white rice warm it up and we are good to go shrimp goes down real easy not like chicken <laughs> oh does it i'm <clears throat> sorry it does well <laughs> i went down on the shrimp there you and go and then the shrimp went down real easy it does go down easy but the shrimp mm. never mind <laughs> it's really good though <laughs> yeah yeah, I had it yesterday, and mm-hmm. I don't. You guys have kind of messed me up because I've I had the um the sa- the salmon this morning, and I didn't have any carbs with it, like no rice, like I normally would. And now I'm looking at the chicken, and you know I'm like, okay, I used to really love that, but now I'm leaning more towards the steak. The uh, the, the well, obviously the shrimp is incredible, but. Just in general, like now I'm kind of leaning more towards the, the fattier stuff. You won't mix them up. You won't go surfing me. turf. You won't oh, do it. Oh, shit. <laughs> Why haven't I done that I've yet? I've done it. It's amazing. It's good. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, it's like you're having a goddamn party in your so living room. I've gotten the, the uh, so the eat right shrimp and the eat right steak. And mm-hmm. I have mixed those two together and made like a, a super fancy dinner at home. It Pour yourself a glass of wine, even if you don't drink it, just to feel fancy. You know what I mean? That's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah, I surf and turf. Yeah. Take a picture. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You yeah. Know? I, need, I need more shrimp. I finished all my shrimp, so I'm going to wait mm-hmm. for the next shipment. I'm going to surf and turf it up. There oh, you yeah. go. Let's go. We could be influencers and post a picture of that on our Instagram. I love that. Eat right. And the shrimp is pretty much all protein. Yeah, and you've been jacking they, your protein up, right, Andrew? Yeah, a lot. And it's been a huge help. So I'll do that. And 
Calm down, Jess. <laughs> I'll do that, and then just have yeah, just a like a steak shake, and it, that shit's so good. I love that stuff too. But we've been uh, ranting and raving about eat right foods, and if you guys haven't indulged yet, uh, you need to ASAP, and you guys can do it with an awesome discount. So head over to Eat Right Foods. That's Eat R I T E foods.com at checkout enter promo code power project for 25% off your first order and then code power project for 10% off every order after that uh, highly recommend the uh, the shrimp actually they're all really good yeah the shrimp the turkey we didn't even talk about that today but that's like mm-hmm. another fan favorite but yeah again that's at eatrightfoods.com links to them down in the description as well as the podcast show notes head over there right now Garuvi. Mm. influencers yeah I guess uh, we can kind of kick things off by talking about some people on YouTube. I listen to a lot of YouTube stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't listen to as much podcasting as I do YouTube. Same. I don't know why. Anyway, I just—I guess that's where I started. But mm-hmm. anyway, I've been listening lately to a bunch of uh, Andrew Huberman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys know about this Andrew Huberman guy? I know about this Andrew Huberman mm-hmm. guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been on the show before. He's been on Joe Rogan a couple times. I think he might be one of the guests that we've had that was on our show before he was on Joe Rogan. I, I think, think so. It's yeah. true. It was like just like a couple days later. Mm-hmm. I think that he ended up on Rogan. Yeah, it was like a like I think like a full week, and I think that's. We, we boosted those odds. So Andrew Huberman, he didn't make it to Joe Rogan because he's a doctor and nope. because he's at the University of nope. Stanford. Nobody he has his own lab. We propelled no. him Nobody into that cares. position. It yeah. was our doing. Yep, we made him. Anyway, <laughs> he's got a lot of great information lately. He's talking about like hormone optimization. And I think for the entire month, he's like honing in and focusing in on hormones. I think a couple other episodes I haven't quite gotten around to yet. He's talking about like appetite. Um, and just, I mean, really all kinds of stuff. This is a guy that studies, uh, he talks about, uh, how you can improve your eyesight. He talks like supplements you can take, um, even goes into discussion about like, uh, different exercises you can do for your eyes and he's getting into all kinds of stuff. So I'm really excited to see kind of where he continues to go with it and he's crushing it. He's doing a lot of videos and he's a meathead. I think Mm -hmm. that's the great thing about it. He loves to lift. He stays healthy. He's uh, He's not just uh, a researcher who doesn't take care of themselves. So he's putting forward all this information that's going to help individuals get healthier, get fitter, not just as far as their you know physicality is concerned, but also sleep, um, mental health, all of that type of stuff. And the dude works out consistently. You can tell mm-hmm. he's built. Um, and the cool thing is that all his information is also super applicable. So he puts it forward in a way where like all the research is there, but it's very easy to apply immediately. It's not like a lot of fluff. He's He puts it forward well where you actually want to listen to it and you want to apply it immediately. Um, and I just love the practicality of it. That's the big, like whenever I pay attention to people, I like try to be like, what can I take from them right now? Um, and what can I, what can I apply and do? And he's great at putting forward information in that way. What do you think has caused the, uh, the huge surge in, People talking about like hormone optimization, TRT type stuff, because Andrew Huberman has kind of jumped on that. And obviously we got uh, Derek from More Plates, More Dates, and there's a bunch of people now. There's uh, Leo Longevity, and there's just a big long list of people um, that we'll eventually have on the show that are kind of talking about this sort of stuff. I, I think that 
you know, from a, a longer game standpoint, like a lot of this came from my brother's movie, Bigger, Stronger, Faster. I think it really opened up that can of worms uh, about HRT, about how you can go and get it from a doctor if you wanted to feel more like you were in your 20s and you're in your 50s and you could get stuff prescribed. But now we're seeing people that maybe don't necessarily need something prescribed, but they just want a little edge. And now we're saying, hey, that's okay. And people are able to uh, kind of get their hookup, I guess, you know, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah, I, I, I think you guys would know what surged the popularity more than me. Because the interesting thing is the first time I heard of TRT, like it was when I was first starting to train people. And the trainer that I was with me in that studio, he was like, he was on TRT and he was 40 something. So, I mean, it kind of made sense. I was like, what's that? He's like, yeah, just, just hormone replacement therapy. And like, it wasn't something that was that well known, like, but I feel like I started seeing more stuff about TRT within the past two years, Mm -hmm. I think. Yeah, no, Um, I agree. And I wonder if it's like, there's been a surge in the ability for, yeah, clinics to open. Maybe there's like legality things that have made it easier for clinics to open and do more. So that's why more and more people are getting into the space. Um, But, you know, TRT is interesting because I do think that it definitely is beneficial. It's definitely useful. It's definitely something that people can do. Um, But I just think like, you're right. A lot of people are, are using it in ways that when they don't actually need it necessarily. Right. Um, where if they just change some of their lifestyle habits, they probably be like doing pretty well. Um, but it does offer a quicker fix for some without having to delve into what they're doing on a daily basis, getting good sleep, exercising consistently, getting outside, getting sun, you know, all these simple things that could actually have an effect on your hormones. Um, but kind of makes things a little bit easier. Not to sidetrack the whole show too much, yeah. but to sidetrack the show, <laughs> uh, Andrew, what do you think about like kind of the word need in this particular situation? Like somebody, you know, may not need hormone replacement mm-hmm. there, like quote unquote need it like mm-hmm. clinically, like they go to the doctor and they're, they got their fingers crossed. They're hoping that they're like way under <laughs> yeah, so they can get a lot of shit prescribed so they can kind of get a steroid hookup, I guess we'll just call it. And, uh, you know, it turns out that their levels are okay, but they still want to use something. What are your thoughts on that? Oh man, it's tough because, you know, I've been, I've been there as well where I'm like, no, I need something. I need arms. (laughs) Um, there's, I guess now that I've been through something like that, I I guess there's probably some other issues that aren't being addressed first. Mm. And it's not, it's it's, it's not the, uh, the fun answer that anybody really wants to hear. Um, yeah, you don't want to go somewhere ex- hoping to get hormone replacement therapy to be turned away to say like, no, how about you just take this DHEA capsule, um, get more sleep, up your fat. You it's know, like going to the doctor and he's like, my doctor would always be like, you need to drink more water. That would be what my doctor would tell yeah, me. Yeah, times a kid. Yeah, that that sucks. <laughs> what kind of uh, what kind of water was this, by the way? His name was Doctor Chang, and every time I was sick, I'd go and he's like, go to sleep drink more water and that was legit like a theme of every single fucking thing i'm like mommy's mm-hmm. gonna tell me to go to sleep and drink some water and that's 75 bucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah go to sleep drink some yeah, water. yeah yeah well i don't know if that kind of like yeah uh, you know if that answers the question that you were you know no i mean there. you no, it's your mm-hmm. it's your uh yeah your your version of it i think mm-hmm. i think just like need maybe is a little different for each person so oh gotcha you know yeah, some, yeah, yeah. some people uh but i agree with what you said mm-hmm. like the real answer uh the real answer is probably like maybe investigate a little bit. Like maybe you've been okay. Like maybe you're, 
maybe you can make yourself okay by trying a couple other things rather than mm-hmm. a uh, intervention of TRT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. One more thing I'd say on that. It's like, cause I don't want people to think like if, if you want to go get some TRT and it's like, let's say your test is fine or whatever, but you want to do it. So you have an extra boost. So maybe you can get bigger. Okay. More power to you. The only thing, the only thing that's bothersome to me is like the younger, the younger kids that are like, really wanting to get hrt stuff Mm. and they haven't been lifting for long they haven't been training for long they haven't been doing anything for long enough to actually get anywhere and then they're like i'm gonna hop on some test Mm -hmm. that's the thing that bothers me everyone else that wants to get it you've been lifting for a while you're an adult do your thing that doesn't it's not bothersome at all just when i see a fucking 20 year old or 21 year old who's like i want to take some tests i'm just like you've been lifting for two years really i agree with you a hundred percent but there's also the parents that give their kids Adderall yeah. as soon as they got a little problem paying attention in school. You know, so it's like it brings up a lot of interesting things. Anyway, we'll talk about that shit some other time. <laughs> Let's kind of roll on with these uh, influencers a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you know, at the top of the food chain in terms of like, in you know, someone that's influential, you got Joe Rogan. Oh, yeah. And everything kind of descends downward from him since he's. Uh, at the peak, I think for, you know, people that are our age, um, men that are our age in particular, mm-hmm. anywhere between 25 and like 50, I guess you'd say, mm-hmm. maybe there's even a wider gap than just that. But, you know, Joe Rogan, um, he's monumental with a lot of the things he's doing and he's, he's talked about HRT and he's had people on. So maybe there's been a little surgence, uh, uh in that as well, kind of from him, but the different guests he's had on the show, you know, that a lot of times when he has guests on the show or he mentions somebody, yeah. I remember um, he's mentioned uh, Derek from More Plates, More Dates. And I was watching Derek already yeah. and consuming some of his information. But, you know, when you hear Joe Rogan say it, you're like, oh, I like the little stamp Sam. of approval for that guy. I should listen to that guy. And then More Plates, More Dates actually did a really cool video where uh, some other YouTubers have done this in the past, too. And I think it's pretty neat talking about other YouTubers that are great resources. And then one of the people that he led me to was uh, Leo Longevity. And it's just like, it's a really nerdy deep dive into like hormones and hormone replacement. And it just gets to be, but if you want to go down that rabbit hole, um, that's, that's a great, uh, those are all great resources. And I think, you know, in terms of fitness and in terms of bodybuilding, you got more plates, more dates and Greg Doucette. And I'd even throw our boy Mike Isratel in there. I, was, mm-hmm. I had him. I had him on the list, Mark. I, I would throw God those. Damn it. Well, I would throw those three guys in there, and and may, and I, hopefully I'm not. Well, I guess Jeff Nippard too. Um, there's probably a few more now. That I'm thinking about it, but anyway, the, those four guys to me are kind of. And Nippard is pretty impressive because he's been doing it for a while. So yeah. those guys are really leading the charge, and I commend them. It's it's a it's a massive amount of work. And when I watch some of Derek's content, sometime I'm watching it and I'm like uh, a little critical of it. Then I'm also forgetting that, oh, these are reaction videos. He's doing these kind of on the fly, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I think uh, all these people are great resources into diving into anything that you're looking for. Sometimes it's like kind of controversial stuff about who's natty or not. Uh-huh. To me, I'm not interested in those. I don't I don't think I've <laughs> ever clicked on a video uh, that was like that, except for the one they did on Encima. Um, <laughs> and I was surprised. I, you know, I'll just leave it at that at the end when they, the, the reveal at the end was, I was like, Whoa, like I just couldn't really believe it. Yeah. But other than that, they had, the, they had your interview where they asked you if I was natural and then you told them the secrets of what was going. Why was I, I so sweaty during that, that interview? The whole time. God dang it. It's man. the middle of winter. 
I don't know. I was sweating bullets. <laughs> Ruining things. Yeah. But other than that, I haven't clicked on any of those. Do you, do you watch any of those? Do you watch any of those Natty yeah, or Not yeah. things? You know what? Um, uh, the Natty or Not stuff, not really. I think uh, I've seen some of Greg's stuff because Greg is just funny. <laughs> so He is funny. He's very entertaining, man. But he he's also like, he puts forward good information. And I, the one thing that I, that I will say that I appreciate, or one of the big things that I appreciate from Derek and from um, Greg Doucette and cats like that, I haven't dug into Leo and Longevity or uh, um, I've seen some of Vigorous Steve since we've had on, mm-hmm. but I appreciate those individuals because the way that they're putting forward this information about dr- drug use when it comes to bodybuilding and stuff, they're putting it forward in a safe manner. And I think that there were a lot of people before them that were just saying things that were honestly just highly irresponsible and highly unsafe, especially to just younger cats, like Mm. teenagers who want to get big fast. If you want to get big fast, like this stuff is really, uh, it's really, um, enticing as a teenager. You can get big fast too. (laughs) It's you have the cocktail in you. You can get really fucking big, really cocktail. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Mm-hmm. Cocktail, cockpit, those are b- great words. Anyway. Doodle do. There you go. <laughs> what more can we come up with here? Can we just real mm. quick do a cock segment? <laughs> what, um, <laughs> like, like we got cocktail, I cockpit. Uh, cock doodle do. <laughs> Jessica, help the game, us. Game cocks. The, game uh, cocks. Yeah, yeah. Game cocks. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Oh, good, I'm game. Good call. Okay. Um, game cocks. Uh... What is it? A coxin? It, it works. Coxin? You have a coxis. It, it fits. <laughs> you have a coxis. Yes, it's the bone at the <laughs> yeah. on your booty. So, audience, I've heard if you that once before. Yeah, I heard it really bad. It, it made me hurt. laugh, actually, when I first knew what a coxis was. I was like, ooh. <laughs> You're like, hey now. Hey now. <laughs> hey now's like, amen. You know that? Amen. It's Can like, I get an amen? Can I get an amen? now? Amen. Hey. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> We were talking about cocks. <laughs> okay, I, I know, but before we were, we were knee deep in cocks again. Teenagers and the cocktail. Oh, teenagers and their dicks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, God damn it. I was like, yeah. no. Well, it makes, <laughs> there's no subject harder. <laughs> I don't know. No. All right. That was embarrassing was. when you were a kid. Remember? Yeah. That shit was embarrassing. Oh my God. I re- My dude. mom would come in my room and try to wake me up in the morning. <laughs> She's like, honey, you got to wake up. And she'd come back. She's like, you haven't gotten up yet. I'm like, oh, there's just a lot going on over here. <laughs> oh God. Y- y'all remember? She'd like sit on my bed and rub my leg. <laughs> Make matters even worse. And I got harder, of course. Oh, 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 I had to, yeah. Had to to. It could have been worse. Could have been worse. Mark. <laughs> right, I've told this story before, but I'm gonna tell it again real quick because we are on this subject. Oh, this is you great. Remember? I yeah. Remember this story, yeah. Oh shit. So this plays out like a cartoon in my head for some reason. <laughs> we have to get this one animated. Uh, yo, so I was like, my mom was a single parent. She did a great job. Um, but I think when I was like nine, yeah, I was probably like nine. Um, <laughs> I didn't know what a, I didn't know what a boner was um <laughs> so one day it happened it was like morning time it was the weekend and it just wasn't going away and i was like really worried because i was like doing everything i could to just like what's going on and i was like hitting it and shit and then um 
Hmm. I really was. I was, like, I was like fucking just like hitting it and saying, go away. But wouldn't go away. So I was like, I ran up to my mom. I'm like, mom, look what <laughs> it like. It won't go away. I think I need to go to the hospital. And she was like, it's okay. It's okay. She didn't tell me what it was. She's like, just, just go to your room. It'll go away. You're okay. And then when I realized what it was, I was like, Oh God, what have I done? <laughs> your mom probably like nearly died that day. <laughs> Probably. She probably like, was like, oh, my uh, God. Yeah. What's wrong with my son? Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was embarrassing. You ever figure out what to do with it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did. I did. Two years later. Huh? LimeWire, if anybody knows what that is. Ah, yes. That was my introduction to that world. So many viruses. So many viruses. I messed up so many laptops and my mom didn't know why. <laughs> So many computers just stopped working because of LimeWire. What's wrong with uh, these computers? They keep getting defragmented. <laughs> no one's going uh, so weird. Must be the uh, internet connection or something. Oh, God, man. Okay, so. Try to get back on track. Mike here. Isertel. I think mm-hmm. Mike Isertel's a good segue. Because mm-hmm. he, he goes so deep. He <laughs> he does. He does oh, he's the, the king of the range of motion. Yeah, he's the range yeah. of motion guy. Yeah. I saw him squatting 405 for sets of like eight reps safety squat bar with his uh, butt cheeks on the ground. That man. I don't get it. Bill, it's crazy. Why Why even bother being that strong? Who knows? But it, it's, it's, it's crazy like uh, how he, because I think, I think he was doing strength training before he got into bodybuilding. I'm not sure. But ever since he's been into bodybuilding and been making content about that, it's just been so freaking useful. Like the depth of content in terms of bodybuilding that he talks about. Mm-hmm. I love it. He's it's hilarious. Like, too. And he's funny. <laughs> he's really he's funny. So he's funny. so funny. Yeah. So I love his content. I, I love sharing his stuff with people, too. It's great. I mean, yeah. and look at that depth. Shit. Yeah. And he's a big fan of range of motion on all the exercises, you know, just try and and. I think that people kind of misconstrued some of what he says. We've had him on the show before. You can go back and listen to that episode. Um, and when he's on the show, he was just saying like most of the time, you know, most of the time you're looking for these ranges of motion. But uh, when he, he said when it's nuanced, you're trying to do something in particular for a particular reason or result. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, yeah, you know, you can shorten the range of motion, of course. Um, there's, there's, always, there's always good reasons to do certain things in your training. I think what someone like Mike Isertel pushes forward is just why are you doing it? Yeah. And your reason why you're doing it doesn't have to be anything uh, super crazy or specific, but you know, it, it's kind of reminds me of um, when somebody's like, man, I really want to lose weight. And their first place that they go to is on the treadmill mm. and you're like, it's not okay. But it's, movement like that's not a bad move but there's better you know there's there's some better options out there if we work on building muscle and we work on what we're doing in the kitchen we think we have a better long-term plan we got better ideas and same thing with your lifting you know you might uh you might be doing when you're bench pressing you might not get full range of motion because your shoulder hurts well maybe it would be better to look into why your shoulder hurts and try to fix that and then figure out what are some ways I can introduce some sort of pressing motion that resembles that particular movement to keep that uh, area strong and to be able to uh, build the chest. What I've noticed over the years, I used to kind of think if I did, if I did stuff to like, like a full range of motion in terms of power lifting. Uh, and I did that from the time I was a kid and I, you know, worked on strength, but the, the entire time kept that ability to do those movements properly. Mm. I always thought that I would keep everything. 
I was wrong. <laughs> and the reason why I was wrong is because I think that, I think that there's, there's a range of motion that works really well for strength. There's a range of motion that works really well to, uh, you know, be able to complete a powerlifting meet. But then there's also, there's a lot more to it than just that. And so mm-hmm. with something like the squat, I think if I would have been squatting, uh, kind of like a bodybuilder or Olympic lifter with my butt super low, I think it would have kept a lot more mobility. And even now, as w- whenever I go back and work on it, doing knees over toes stuff or like a goblet squat, that range of motion does come back. So it's like uh, kind of one of those use it or lose it type of things. Anybody that's young, that's getting started or just getting started in lifting, you know, keep those ranges of motion. And I would even challenge you further to do things that are in a further range of motion than just some of the main exercises. So do some lunges, do some Bulgarian split squats, do some stuff uh, that's almost like, like prehabilitation to make sure that your body stays mobile and flexible. I'm a very big fan of seeing what your body can do through really massive like ranges. And 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 the the rough thing about increasing your ROM is that it forces you to lower your weight. You know what I mean? You like you're not going to squat as heavy. Sad. It makes you <laughs> sad. It's like I was squatting 500 pounds and I can't go this down with I can't go this far with 315, right? But you imagine if you can build strength in those ranges, it's going to just be much better for you in the long run. Like it's not like it's going to take away from your typical powerlifter type squat where you're only going you know hip crease below knee but that different that extended range of motion could help you build extra muscle could help you build extra strength in different ranges it's great to do um and that's also why i am a fan of our friend michael hearn oh yeah i put like as far as like if i'm going to categorize mike i'm going to put him along with charles glass because when i see movements that those guys do it's very it's things that are fairly unorthodox. You don't see a lot of people doing this stuff. And oddly enough, when the movements that they do, people that are within exercise science would sometimes look down on those movements or say that's not safe to do or that's not good to do. But the big thing you notice with like a lot of the stuff Mike and Charles do is that like if you'll see Mike doing freaking lateral raises, just just like going into ranges that most people don't do. But he also uses light loads with those or light for him. Um, he does it slow. He does it controlled and he, he, he can work his body through those range ranges safely. I think the p- things that people get twisted when it comes to that is like, they try to do those similar things mm-hmm. with heavy weights and then they get hurt and that's not good. Yeah. Some of those movements like that, like you're talking about that lateral raise where you go all the way up, um, and, and touch your hands together up over your head. Mm-hmm. Like you're doing like a jumping jack. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're not supposed to be able to use a lot of weight. I mean, Mike can because he's been doing them for a long time. Long time. He could use maybe like 50 pounds on that exercise, which is kind of oh crazy. But if you if you ever seen that exercise, you might think that exercise looks really dumb and it looks bad for your shoulders. It looks horrible for everything. Yeah. But if you actually have tried that exercise, then you're singing a different a different song because you're you're going to actually feel it quite a bit. And when if you can resist on the way down and kind of get a slow uh, descent off of it, you're going to notice that you're going to get a crazy shoulder pump. I think within reason, I think there's not a lot of things like I can't really think of too many things. I guess there's some stuff you could do like off of machines where if you were using the machine like improperly, you could maybe hurt yourself, but your, your body, you know, can move a lot of different directions. So sometimes I, I hear people getting upset about someone doing 
um, you know, movements that don't feel are like functional, but I'm like, what would an example of a non-functional range of motion movement? I think as long as we're putting forward, um, some resemblance of keeping form intact, uh, I think, you know, all the exercises that we've seen over the years are, are fairly safe. Some have a higher risk to reward ratio, certainly. Um, but again, if you're keeping form and doing the reps the correct way over and over again, should be good to go. Yeah, I think um, the reason why I like a lot of that stuff because it, it gives you it, it gives you a chance to explore your body. I know that sounds a little bit, huh? mm. um, but it gives you a chance to explore your body in the gym. If you're doing, let's say, like uh, you know, a lot of the stuff from Ben Patrick or even like Mike O'Hearn, um, a lot of those things allow you, especially when you use light load, to feel things that you haven't necessarily felt before in areas you haven't felt them before. Like the Charles glass row that you showed me the mm-hmm. other day, right? I had to use light load. But the thing about that movement is, is again, when you're leaning forward with the mid cable row, when you lean forward, you automatically start, if you're using heavy load, you'll have pressure in your lower back. So you need to lighten the load. But if you squeeze where you're supposed to squeeze, you feel the, a more tension in, in an area that you haven't felt in the, felt before. So, right. Um, so when I do that type of stuff, you just have to be careful not to do it too quickly, not to use too heavy load, or you will hurt yourself and you'll say this exercise was dumb. I think you've been a good influencer over the last couple weeks and months, especially on your TikTok. Yeah, you cooled fun. down a little bit on your YouTube, right? Yeah. But your TikTok has been going pretty bonkers, right? Yeah, yeah. TikTok's been fun. Um, it's interesting. The community there is very interactive and it's like, it's like, early YouTube because it's like an early search engine. So mm-hmm. there's not a lot of people that are making a lot of content there, it seems. So it's been, it's just been a cool place to put a lot of the stuff that I know. And it's been, it's been pretty cool. It seems like people are uh, hungry to learn about some of the simple things, right? Yeah. Like some of the things that we take for granted, we're like, Oh yeah, we know like, and then you kind of just forget that, uh, that was something that you had to implement into your training. When you start, like when you get deep into training, or you've been training for a while, you forget how important a lot of the simpler things are. It's like you start trying to convey things that are just unnecessarily complex, or you start trying to, I guess, put in details that most people don't care about initially. And I think it's, it's helped me understand that I still need to be conveying the simple information because it's easy to forget those things like simple cues when doing rows or simple cues when doing shoulder movements. These are small little things that even, even if you've been lifting for a while, if you've never paid attention to it, it could be something that you've totally glossed over. Um, and I just think a big thing that I, a big thing that I like to put forward in all, all the things that I do as far as content is like weight wise, like when you're getting stronger, you want to lift the heaviest weight possible, but people forget. And I used to forget that you can do a lot with very lightweight, especially when you're just like working on a, working on your range of motion or working on keeping tension, in that specific muscle group. I think that's helped us out a lot. And like, like again, examples, Mike O'Hearn, that mind muscle connection or being able to actually activate those muscle groups takes time to be able to do. And you can't be doing things in an uncontrolled fashion with weight that you can't handle. I did some leg press uh, this morning with, with Andrew. And um, I think all I used was three plates. You know, there's, you don't always have to use, I think somebody would think someone my size with my experience would have to use like six or seven plates. And mm-hmm. I've done that before. And that feels good and gives me a good amount of resistance but i was doing higher rep i was using uh, a lot less rest and what you'll learn if you're 
if you you know examine some of these influencers that we're talking we're talking about, and you listen to our podcast, we talk about these short rest intervals. You can get a similar effect. It's not the same. Not the same as lifting heavy, but you can get a similar effect when you go from one movement to another, and you have kind of a pre fatigue going on. So, I mean, I think each time I think I did about thirty five reps or so. Mm-hmm. So I did like a, a few hundred reps of leg press this morning, um, and just got a good pump, and it felt really good and. It, the other side of that is that by not lifting super heavy, when I get on the plane tomorrow to head to New York, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not going to be like as stiff and as beat mm-hmm. up from using the heavy, heavy weight. Yeah. That's why I also, um, I like the shake strap a lot. Uh, I don't know if, I don't know how much we've talked about that, but the, uh, the shake strap allows you to get a lot out of using really light loads. Like you can't, well, you can load it heavy, but when you load it lighter, I wish I could explain how like it's just the stretch yeah. and the end ranges. You can just get a lot out of using light loads in every single movement. And it's a different stimulus. That's why I've been using that attachment so much. I don't know if we're supposed to talk about it. Yet, yeah, but. no, it's good. <laughs> yeah, no, it's the shake strap from uh sling, you know, Mark Bell slingshot.com. I think it's, I think it's launching maybe tomorrow. I'm not sure what day it is. The 27th. 27th um so it'll be on our uh, anniversary date for slingshot where you can see a bunch of cool things for sale on the website along with the shake strap but the shake strap uh is another creation and invention of ours here at slingshot it's uh made out of slingshot material so when you go to do the movement it's got some spring and some stretch and some elasticity to it if you were to do like a row, I'm sure everyone's done this before. If you were to do like a seated row and you just go ham on the seated row and pull on it as hard as you can, you'll notice the cable will get slack in it and then the weight will kind of jerk you back mm-hmm. and it kind of doesn't feel so good. You're like, oh, that feels a little bit, a little bit weird because you're dealing with a lot of the force of the, um, of the cable kind of whipping back uh, into position. With the shake strap, when you go to pull, even if you go to pull hard, there is a little bit of that play in the in the um, <clears throat> in the cable, but the cable will kind of bounce. So as you go to pull towards you, it wants to pull back, and so you have to work very hard to keep a good strong contraction in the first place, and then also to keep a good strong isometric contraction. It's almost as if I'm pulling on the weight and Encima is pushing down on the weight, not like with all his strength or anything, but it's almost as if he's pushing down on the weight by maybe 10 pounds, 20 pounds, something like that. And you have to fight that inertia of that thing wanting to bounce back. And so it almost in some weird way works as like a one and a quarter rep type of movement. Mm -hmm. And it really like, for example, if I'm talking like with a row about a row, when you squeeze at that peak contraction, almost like it pulls you back and you need to resist that. So you feel you could feel like you can get a deeper, stronger contraction at the end range of each movement that you do, which is why it's so fucking exciting. Um, it, 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 it's, it's, it's a great attachment. It's like my favorite attachment at this I'm point. I'm excited. People are going to love it. We made a bunch of different straps. We got uh, like one for tricep. Face pull one. I mean, Ooh. Yep. We got one for face pulls. We got like double handles. We got a single handle. We made a bunch of stuff. You guys are going to absolutely love it. Let's get back to some of these uh, influencers. Influencers. Um, Let's talk about Jeff Nippard. Jeff mm. Nippard. Jeff Nippard's been killing it for a long time. Mm-hmm. You got to appreciate the amount of research that guy does mm-hmm. going into like one of these videos. Like uh, he's presenting material as if he's like on the news or something. It's, it's pretty amazing. He brings up all these stats and brings up all this information um, to kind of support what it is he's talking about. 
he's one of those people that um, does a deep dive into the science and the research, but then he's also talking about the practicality of it because he's a bodybuilder himself. He coaches many people. He's been doing it for a long time. He's pretty fucking strong as well, oh, and yeah. he's well built. He looks fucking jacked. Um, and, you know, I just think he's a great resource because he, I mean, everyone's going to always interject their own opinion and their own feelings towards uh, what they think is going to be effective. But again, he's really just presenting information and he's just like, this is what's been seen. This is what's been shown. And then he'll, after he does that, then he'll give you his own opinion on what he's seen by working with other folks and stuff. So I, I think he's got some great content out there. Yeah. It was cool to see Jeff like really explode three or four years back because even before that he was making a lot of content for years um as far as like natural bodybuilding is concerned and powerlifting is concerned uh and then it's just like it, it just started to take off so it was really awesome to see but a cool thing about jeff is that i mean he he no matter what anybody thinks he's a natural guy like he hasn't taken anything he's done he's actually a wnbf pro also so he's done shows with that with that organization so it's cool to see someone from that realm like get so big and put content forward that people are receiving and getting something from. Um, yeah, he's not doing it with just hormone uh, manipulation, uh, which, which is fine. But a lot of times you're seeing somebody, you know, they're, they're presenting results to you and they're also making massive changes. Uh, by the that. kind of drugs they're taking. Yeah. He's fucking <sighs> thick. But yeah. Thick, thick as a brick. Mm, so is his mama. Uh, I mean, when I, I not, not, okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. That sounded wrong. He posts, he, his mom is like jacked. His mom is jacked. Uh, like if you find a picture of his mom there, she's like super in shape. She's super jacked. Like she has great, great genetics. So when I, when I met, so is his mama. I met his mom is like jacked like Jeff. See, not that his mom is thick. Thick with two C's. Like she's no, jacked. No, Mark, that's not what I meant. Well, I don't know. I don't know. She's got no, some muscle on. I'm not her. finding this picture. Go up. She's not man. thick. She's jacked. Uh, what do you mean? He posted a picture of her recently. Um, damn it. Where is That's it? it? Oh well. Well, when you find his mom, she like she was a bodybuilder. Oh, so oh, like yeah, like bodybuilding runs in the family, which is dope. Like I yeah, I didn't know that. Uh huh. But people that are looking for like figuring out like what to eat before they train, what to eat after they train. He talks a lot about stuff to have pre-workout, stuff to have post-workout. And again, it's from research that he digs up. Yeah. So for me personally, I'm not that interested in a lot of that stuff. Like I just, I don't care as much. I kind of found my own thing that works well for me. Mm -hmm. But we get those questions all the time. People ask those questions all the time. And for you and I, it's like, oh, we fast. And people, <laughs> people are like, I don't, I love it. I don't get it. But people don't, they don't want to fast. You know, they want to like try to find like an edge, right? And so if you want to find an edge and you want to try to do what you feel might be uh, the best thing for you, then, then check out some of uh, Jeff Nippard's information. Okay. There oh, there we go. Yeah. Mama hey, Nippard. Look yeah, at the shoulder, tricep. Yeah, man. She's in, she's in great shape. She's hella jacked. Um, God. What about our boy, uh, Jordan Syatt? Yeah, I had him on the a, list. Yeah, he puts forth a lot of great information. Also very simple, also very easy to apply. He hates fasting. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, like, he doesn't hate fasting, but uh, he, he's, uh, the way he talks about it is just kind of funny to me. But he's, his information is really solid, and he's a great, um, he's not just like a, a, a great person as far as nutrition is concerned, but he's strong. I'm guilty of this, too, of being sometimes... Uh, immature towards things that I haven't really 
given putting a real effort in on you know yeah. and yeah. so maybe he uh just hasn't explored it much himself but yeah. i just my own personal experience and experiences of some of the people around me um fasting is a, is really really powerful it's not a fad um i just think i think the i think the overall message of uh Americans need to spend a lot less time eating food and a lot less time thinking about food. And even more importantly, the most important thing, uh, they need to spend a lot more time being in control of what they eat mm -hmm. rather than being controlled by their food. I think we don't, you know, the, one of the greatest uh, names of a website, which I originally thought was kind of dumb until I read what, <laughs> what the website meant. There's a website called ruled.me and ruled.me. Uh, stands for the guy that started it. He lost like 150 pounds and food used to rule him. And he's like, it's not going to rule me anymore. I got this strategy and his strategy was to basically go kind of low carb. But rule.me is where you can make like fathead pizza and all these kind of keto uh, friendly things kind of wow. get you, get you through and, and uh, stay on a low carb uh, lifestyle. So mm. I think that's, uh, that's some like great, great information. And with, Jordan Syatt has a lot of fun with it too. I love, I love that part of it too. He does. I, I love the, uh, the, the characters that he makes up. I or, love that too. Or like he'll share like a, a back and forth conversation with somebody about like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm going on vacation. He's like, enjoy yourself. He's like, yeah, but da, da, da. like, he's like, are you going to like, did it take you, you know, the, the weekend to build your body? Like, no, okay. It's not going to take the weekend to destroy your body. Mm -hmm. Just go have some fun. Or, uh, if your trainer tells you that fructose is making you fat, you need to fire them. And just like little simple, funny things like that. That's like, damn. Yeah. His, his information is super cool. Yeah. Um, let, let's, so, so within this vein of like Jeff Nipper, uh, Jordan Syatt, there's a few names, all of the three MD, three DMJ cats, Eric Helms, mm. Alberto Nunez, mm. Jeff Alberts, uh, Brad, Brad, <laughs> Brad, 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 Schoenfeld. No, oh. not, not Schoenfeld. The, Schoenfeld. 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 <laughs> we, we sound like a food. We don't Schoen? know. We don't know you what, know what? Schoenfeld is. Just the 3DMJ cats. Um, <laughs> I love Jeff Alberts. Jeff Alberts is actually going to come be on the podcast soon. He is like, he has so many cool bodybuilding techniques mm. and he's a, he's a, I mean, he knows he's, he's in his late forties. He's an older cat, but he's still getting bigger and stronger over the years. And I think a lot of the information that they put forward, it's popular, but I feel like more people should be paying attention to it. Uh, so check that out. And then along with that, uh, Greg Nichols, uh, Greg Nichols mm. and the whole stronger by science thing. And, uh, Brad Loomis. Brad Loomis. Yeah. <sighs> The um the mass research <laughs> review, uh, that's a good thing to check out. The if you guys are interested in more of that science stuff, right, and the research, the mass research review is not expensive. It's like eighteen twenty dollars a month. But what Greg Eric Helms, uh, I believe, um, Mike Zordos do is they like take all the relevant fitness research and then they kind of. They'll give you the articles and then they'll boil it down. So they, they won't just give you the research, but then they'll explain the practical applications of it on a monthly review of multiple papers. So it's a really cool thing if like you like that, but you don't want to have to interpret all the research for yourself, which I don't want to. <laughs> so I think it's, those are, they are great resources and they make great content on YouTube and other platforms. Something I think could be really motivational and useful is when we think about uh, the stuff that we see on our phones. Um, a lot of times these things are referred to as a feed. And so you have to think about the consumption. You've got to think about what your eyes are seeing every mm -hmm. single day. And 
I think it's in your best interest to try to uh, follow things that uh, could lead you towards, um, you know, he- heading towards your goal faster, you know, things that align with your goal. Mm. And so if you have um, just a lot of desserts and a lot of yummy things on your Instagram that you're looking at and you're trying to be on a diet, it might be harder. If you're having, uh, if you have a lot of people that are in really good shape on your Instagram, it might, you might find it motivational to keep okay. you heading in that direction. So. And I, you're probably laughing because I said yummy, and then you're, there's different versions of yummy. I was, I was wondering where you're going to go with that one. I was like, is he going to? All right, all right. Well, either way, <laughs> you know, uh, pay attention to what's what you're feeding yourself uh, each day and what you're consuming. Like I, I've found it motivational to follow certain people that are. For me, you know, when it <clears throat> when it comes to people talking about nutrition and people talking about strength and these things it's not enough for somebody to be a doctor like i'm that's fine like that's Mm. great if someone has that background um but i really admire the people that are doing it or that at least have done it at some point and so somebody like stan efforting that's like man that guy's he's done a lot he was a pro bodybuilder he broke uh all-time world records uh in powerlifting like that's somebody that motivates me that's somebody that i really want to i really want to listen to even somebody like mark sisson uh, who's a little bit more of like a endurance athlete than he is a strength athlete. He's like 68 years old and looks amazing. He's still shredded, you know? So I, I like to listen to the people that are not just researching it and looking into it, which that can be great too. But I like the people that look the part as well. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see that Sean Baker got like a suspension from Twitter? Was this account deleted or just I like th- suspended? I think just suspended. Okay. Let's hope. So. Was he fat shaming or something? Maybe he claims it was a, whatever like copyright uh, oh, oh yeah but who knows yeah that's happening a lot with like i think music and stuff right mm-hmm. tiktok like doesn't care but then the rest of them are getting all weird yeah i, I got one of my posts recently taken down for but i mean the post was like a year or two ago from what I, instagram yeah and the instagram just took it down like yesterday and i was like okay instagram sometimes be a little <laughs> um <laughs> well uh Let's mention the oh, there. There's two cats I want to mention. Um, knees over toes guy, mm-hmm. obviously. Don't forget about him, Ben Patrick, right? Um, Ben Patrick, like he, uh, the, when he, I've been paying attention to his stuff before he came on the podcast. But man, the amount of people that have messaged me that have been like, "Yo, I started doing that stuff. My knees feel amazing." I think, um, yeah. Andrew, one of the homies that, yeah, watches- Jesse, the guy that sends us that uh, secret weapon, mm. steric acid. He said that he couldn't run or he couldn't like do anything for like ten years. Mm. And then all of a sudden he feels like he can get up and sprint after. Nice. Yeah. So it's like, what the fuck? Like, that's amazing. And the great thing, again, this is like what the, if we're talking about, like, if we're going to boil down Ben's stuff in, in, in a very layman's way. It's a lot of full range of motion type movements um, that take all of your joints and different tendons through, through very deep ranges that a lot of people would typically be. That's not safe or that's not good for you to do but it's actually something that is helping people move better feel better strengthening tendons strengthening ligaments strengthening joints and it's great for all types of athletes and just people that are not working out and i want to add on somebody else with him who's within that realm uh the atg mentor is his instagram or keegan smith 
Again, another individual, they work together, but has a lot of unorthodox type exercises that people usually wouldn't do or work on, does things with the feet, does just like weird ranges of motion. But again, these are things that can bring resilience to the body. These are both men who have done a lot of things with Charles Poliquin through the years, and they're kind of putting forward that information so it doesn't die off and, and adding new things to it. So I'm very, very appreciative of the stuff that they put forward because it's been helping me out drastically and it's helping a lot of people out too. Let's not forget about the old standby bio lane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lane Norton, who's uh, kind of like redone his YouTube a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always been a great resource. He's been on like bodybuilding.com, like, I don't know, 12, 15 years ago, some mm-hmm. shit like that, uh, putting out information. And uh, I don't always like uh, the way that Lane <laughs> acts on Instagram or or Twitter mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But uh, that's his, you know, his personality. That's the way that he is. But he gives out great information. And, uh, you know, I think I think it's a mistake that we all can make sometimes and not uh particularly liking something about an individual and then we shut down our ability to like learn from that person it's a Mm -hmm. massive mistake Mm -hmm. you know you'd be better off just being like hey i think they have great information i mean even if even if you thought somebody was your enemy why not steal good information from them and utilize it to help advance your own life either way regardless of of what your thoughts are on them so lane is doing a great job putting uh together great information he's been on this podcast a bunch of times i think he's scheduled to come on again soon mm-hmm. right yep yep very soon early next month yeah. um but he just he put out a video six days ago about artificial sweeteners mm. um and i mean a lot of the information and stuff that like i've already asked him and he said on this podcast but like you can tell like he he's definitely reached like a new level as far as like um putting out information uh, making it entertaining yeah and actually being pretty funny yeah like before it was a little kind of cheesy but now he's like not really trying he's just like being more himself mm-hmm. and it was just like one of the best videos i've seen that he's ever done and it, it was really good and i actually ended up sharing it with my wife because we were talking about artificial sweeteners yeah and I'm like here you go like let's let's all calm down now it was it was, it was really good i i highly recommend people uh check that video out yeah no I, I've i've been loving lane's information for a very long time mm-hmm. um got me like that that's some of the stuff that got me really into the whole evidence-based side of things when i was younger but someone i want to add on with lane is someone we just had on menno henselman Mm. i've I've been digging menno's stuff for years and it's very good information um very there's like uh, there's some things that some people might disagree with him in terms like full body workouts and stuff but menno has very good applicable information so it's stuff to pay attention to on his website, his Instagram. I don't know how much of a, I don't think he does much YouTube, but I recently bought his book um, on the science of self-control and I've been really digging that. It's really good. Um, so Menno Henselman is just, you should listen to our podcast that we had with him, but then you should also go check out more of his information and someone's add on to Menno is Spencer Nadolsky. Mm. Yeah, I've seen him before, yeah. He has a lot. If you guys want to follow somebody on Instagram, go follow Dr. Spencer Nadolsky. Um, a lot of just gems within his posts, things that you can learn quickly and apply quick, quickly. And, uh, they're going to be pretty great. Did, uh, Lane, was he the one to kind of, uh, push flexible dieting to, and like, uh, if it fits your macros, are they, first of all, those things very similar. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, uh, was that kind of a movement from like, not just Lane, I know there's other people responsible, but he was kind of the main guy, right? He was the one of the spearheads. Yeah. Of, yeah the whole flexible dieting thing. Him, 
Um, and at the time, Lyle McDonald was putting out forward a lot of information about that too. Lyle McDonald is another person with some good information, but he, he doesn't uh, do stuff on a like big YouTube scale, but he has a lot of good info. But yeah, he was one of the spearheads of mm-hmm. flexible diet and back in the day. Yeah, Lyle McDonald does a, a, talks a lot about keto style dieting and stuff too, right? Uh, I don't know. Recently, mm-hmm. maybe he has. I haven't been seeing anything about about keto from him, um, but he he talks a lot about like different ways of boosting fat loss mm. that are kind of unorthodox. Um, and he's, he's had some, I think he, he's had quite a few books or eBooks on that stuff. So it's uh, just another good, re- another good resource to learn from Lyle McDonald. And he's, he's funny. He roasts the fuck mm. out of people. It's great. Yeah. I think, uh, Oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, um, for me, it was definitely Lane Norton who like literally like, like what is flexible dieting and then yeah. from him, but also like Greg Doucette, you know, I, oh, really? he, you know, he, he doesn't call it flexible dieting. He calls it the anabolic diet, but oh. it, it essentially is, you know, flexible dieting. It's just the, these different low calorie versions of really, really good foods. Mm-hmm. And then, so when I started following that, and then of course, you know, uh, when we had Remington on and then right after that is when he kind of switched over to the anabolic diet. Yeah. So just because I was following him, that's where I kind of picked up all that stuff too. Fantastic. Yeah, and so now, like, my YouTube feed is just, like, full of recipe videos. Mm. Uh, my boy Nick, Exercise for Cheat Meals, has some really, really good meals, too. All super high-protein, low-calorie stuff. So, like, yeah, I've been learning a lot, like, how to cook on YouTube. I mean, I go to YouTube University every day, so yeah. it's, it's pretty cool. You got other people uh, for cooking? Uh, so those two are definitely the main ones. Uh, like I said, Greg Doucette, and then let me try to think. There's There's a handful of other people, and I'm upset that i'm forgetting them but you can really just like youtube anabolic diet and you'll find a bunch of like recipes you mentioned remington he's got a lot yeah, of stuff no, where he, he has talks a about ton. cooking stuff yeah he just released a like a chicken like ranch barbecue pizza like it, it looks incredible wow. yeah but yeah he he, he has like he, he's cool because he's super entertaining too and he has like a certain style that like we all kind of come to expect and yeah, it's just really good information. And then with Greg Doucette, he's he does a lot of the Natty or Not videos, which you know I don't pay attention to uh, unless it is about like somebody I know, like like Michael Hearn. I always <laughs> I always tune into those ones. But um, yeah, I'll I'll look at my feed right now. I'll see if I can come up with anybody. I gotta else. say, we're doing a horrible job of representing females. We haven't really mentioned one yet, but maybe we Do can pay maybe we can make something up before the end of the okay. show. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I know, you know, Gabrielle Lyons is great, but like, she's not really on YouTube a lot. Yeah, she does I, a lot of, uh, podcasts and stuff. I listen to a lot of lo-fi hip hop radio. That's lo-fi girl. <laughs> That's about it though. <laughs> Oops. Anyway, we suck. Thomas Ted DeLauer. Thomas DeLauer is, is a sexy girl. Yeah. Perfect. He's, there's just something I wanted to mention. You didn't have to roast me for it. <laughs> Thomas DeLauer is legit. A lot of great information talking about like key, every, everything that you can possibly imagine on the side of uh, low carb and fasting and uh, things like that. I just wanted to mention too about flexible dieting real quick is that the yeah. idea, the premise of flexible dieting of, uh, that like no food is necessarily off limits as long as we kind of account for it. I think it was a healthy movement mm-hmm. and is a, it was a good thing for people to observe just, Hey, look, you know, everybody fucking relax and chill out. You can still eat some of these foods some of the time, but let's spend more of the time focused in on 
uh, foods that are more nutrient dense that maybe don't have the same uh, macronutrient load, but still have, carry a large micronutrient load. Yeah, this is the main one. <laughs> Again, I'm fucking pissed, but uh, where'd it go? So um, flexible dieting, flexible dieting lifestyle. Uh. This, this guy's been on YouTube forever. I remember I bought his book a long time ago. <laughs> the funny thing is he's got like a, like a mullet thing going on. So mm. he, he looks a lot like silent Mike, <laughs> which like is it. interesting, <laughs> but yeah, no, his shit's really good. He, he will come up with like, like this one, 44 calorie protein cookies and it, they look amazing. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, how do you even, so he, he's a really good person to follow. If you want to figure out some like yummy alternatives to some of these like really good foods. Ted Naiman, of course, Ted protein leveraging. Fuck, as soon as of, we get off air, we're going to be like, fuck, how did I forget oh, about? Yeah, yeah. honestly, it's going <laughs> to frustrate the hell out of us, but what level? We're mainly talking about kind of YouTube content, too. Like, um, there's obviously tons of people on TikTok and tons of people on uh, Instagram that are influential. And I, I find it really fascinating, too, that there's there's a lot of people that are influential that we maybe don't give enough credit towards because maybe they, uh, they're not really giving us like Jeff Nippert information, but there's guys like Larry wheels. Um, there's people in the fitness industry, um, that people just really look up to. And Mm -hmm. these people are in good shape and they're, uh, Bradley Martin would be one of them. Like somebody just in really good shape, encourages people to work out. Like if you ever look at like some of the stuff from Bradley Martin, um, and you look at some of the comments and stuff that are, you know, on his page, people are like, I started lifting because mm-hmm. of you. Like all this stuff I think is really, you know, uh, people, different strokes for different folks, right? Different mm-hmm. people like different people and different people are influenced by different people. Uh, we can't forget about our boy CT Fletcher, one oh, of the yeah, OGs. Yeah. Um, one of the first guys on YouTube probably to get to like a million subscribers that was um uh, a fitness influencer so Mm -hmm. um there's different ways to be inspired and motivated i I personally at the moment am usually moved by uh just learning more like that gets me motivated and hyped like if i want to get motivated and hyped to train at the gym i'm not really listening like crazy music or listening to some crazy speech of someone yelling at me i normally listening to just like today i was listening like jordan peterson Mm-hmm. I, had, just like, I had him on the list yeah i'm just getting like inf- information and it it, it i learned something and it, it kind of reminds me of it hits the same like senses that you get when when you hear i mean maybe people are different with different types of music but for me uh when it's a rap and they hit some of these some of these words have double or triple meaning and stuff <laughs> like that and it's just super clever and it hits and you're just like holy fuck it feels like your brain's on fire yeah. And when I'm listening to Jordan Peterson, sometimes the same thing will happen where he mentions something and I'm like, holy fuck, he's got a great point. That's awesome. And uh-huh. then I just, I feel inspired. I feel fired up and excited. Yeah. Jordan Peterson. And I also like Sam Harris, Jordan Peterson oh, and Sam Harris, Sam Harris, Sam Harris, um, a cool little tool or app for you guys who are maybe into some meditation or you Mm -hmm. want to learn more deeply about meditation sam harris has an app uh called waking up Mm, waking up it's a great it's a great app Um, not only does he have like guided meditations in there but he has a lot of interviews and lectures where you can learn about maybe the benefits why you might want to take up the practice different ways to do the practice um it's just honestly it's it's a great resource but i love sam harris and his content his book waking up was a book that I read years ago 
And um, it was a book that made me, it was one of the books that just started making me analyze why I believed what I believed. Mm-hmm. Just put it that way. Uh, listen to uh, one of his podcasts. Listen to Sam Harris and David Deutsch. If you mm-hmm. want your mind to fucking explode, that's that such a good podcast. He might've done two of them. Okay. Uh, now that I'm even thinking about it, I got excited. I'm like, I need to listen to that again. Uh, David Deutsch is um, not always the easiest to like absorb, but mm-hmm. once you get going on them, you, you, you can start to kind of understand uh, some of the information he's given. I got one for you guys. Lex. I was going to say it. I knew it. I was hoping we wouldn't wouldn't get out of the podcast without saying it because, man, I love that guy. Me too. He, oh God, he has so many, like his content is so good. He, the way he interviews is interesting. Like no one has Lex's style or if you could, it's just very, hmm, it's very Russian, you know? Hmm. Um, But I I like, he's just standing there straight faced and just delivering whatever he needs to deliver, I guess. Yeah. He's so great, but he asks awesome questions. Um, and his podcast is just really dope. I, I, I love the guests he has on. I love the way he conducts interviews. And it's always good information. He seems like half asleep. He does. <laughs> Even the way he talks. It's just it's just this the whole time. But there's still good energy though, somehow. Yes. It's like I he's, don't get it. Yeah, it's like he's snoozing, but he's hyped up at the same time. Yeah, yeah. The Lex Freeman podcast is just fucking, it's great, man. It's so good. Some of his interviews with... Um, with Elon Musk, we're really, really, I mean, he's got a lot of great interviews on, on his, I mean, just go and check some of these people out and your, your brain will be on fire. It's a great way to learn. And for me being like in fitness, I like to listen to a lot of this stuff. That's, that's not, you know, straight up just lifting, lifting, lifting all the mm-hmm. time. It usually gets me more motivated, more inspired and helps me be more creative when I'm really not thinking about fitness. Yeah. Do you guys, uh, watch anything on youtube that for pure entertainment like something that you're not you know trying to yeah okay so there's this channel these two they're they're commentary guys abba and preach um they they do social commentary mm-hmm. and let me just say a lot of their stuff is ex- for me that's entertaining for me mm-hmm. um it's extremely entertaining they will uh yeah just, just go check out Abba and Preach. Watch one of their videos. You guys will laugh, but then you also learn something from mm-hmm. it. So check that out. Yeah. Abba and Preach. I'm always checking out something with video games. So oh, yeah? like the, the main channel that I watch um, is Spawn Wave. Uh, I, John something. Um, yeah, he, he kind of does like a daily news thing every mm-hmm. single day, like mm-hmm. Monday through Friday. He'll break down like all the shit that happened the day before. And like sometimes it's like really late breaking. I'm like, how the fuck does this guy do it? But every day he has like some really, really good like video game information. So yeah. I'll, I'll do that. And then <laughs> so uh, like, you know, Loki. Yeah. I so like I'll, I'll watch like all the Easter eggs and stuff that were in. That. Oh, yeah. Emergency it, Awesome. I watched it, those Easter eggs. It's videos. so fun because I'm like, fuck, I didn't, like, how do you have the time to catch all this stuff? I don't realize. Yeah. Well, like, it's their job. So <laughs> like the, the intro uh, yeah. on the, the last episode, like, I dude, didn't notice, dude, this guy went and clipped every single part from all the Marvel movies about everything that was said in that mm, intro. I'm like, crazy. oh, my God, that must have took like. I mean, the thing was released like the next day. I don't know how the fuck that was even possible, mm-hmm. but yeah. One, one, one person that I'll mention just cause I love movement, like people mm-hmm. who are able to just move their body in unorthodox ways and try to teach it. I really appreciate it. And I like that portal.ito or is his Instagram. Um, but his name is Ito portal. Um, and he's just, his, his body control is, 
immaculate. Um, and it's someone that like, I, I think would be, if you guys are interested in like, you know, different ways to move your body and learning about your body, like we kind of talked about earlier, using the gym to learn what your body can do through different ranges of motion. Well, portal.edo on Instagram or Edo portal. He's a great resource for that. And he has a lot of individuals who he's taught how to do that stuff. It's great. Y'all will dig it. I think the one of the ones I listen to a lot is like Gravity Transformation or yep. Gravity. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know his actual name, but that's his name of his channel. The guy who always says water. Water. Hmm. <laughs> he always says, and all the comments are always about him yeah. saying water. water. I, have to check, I don't think I've watched um, this stuff before. One of the cool, one of the great videos that he made was uh, 20 things uh, that have hardly any calories in yes. it that you can eat a lot of. And then, you know, things like water crust. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of things with water in it. And so he's like watermelon. Yeah. And, uh, these, uh, the, the shirataki noodles are basically all water. Yeah. They're all- <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. He just kept saying water, water. And I love that he doesn't, I mean, I wonder, we'll have to have him on the show sometime and, and address it. Cause we gotta, we gotta figure out, but that, uh, channel has exploded. I mean, there's a lot of, mm-hmm. it, it does. Oh my God. That video has 20 million views. What? Which video? I'm sorry. <laughs> Not 20 million views. <laughs> 5 million views. I just saw the 20 and the 20 oh, yeah. my bad still 5 million is a fuck ton yeah there's a lot of videos that are like that you know um, he talks about you know again post-workout nutrition intra-workout nutrition pre-workout um, as I've learned these things over the years I I, I, I don't want it, to it's hard for me just to flat out tell someone young that's all hyped up hey bro it doesn't matter <laughs> You know, hey, shut up and stop asking the stupid questions. But um, if you do think it matters, you can go and you can listen to these people that we're mentioning here today and you can kind of see for yourself. And over time, you'll recognize what we're talking about is that, yes, all these things factor in, but there's just some common things that that are kind of overarching uh, when it comes to your fitness, when it comes to losing weight, when it comes to staying in shape. And those things haven't changed. And I don't believe they ever will. So, uh, but I do understand people are looking for like the nuanced answers. What do I do to get the peak of my bicep? Mm-hmm. How do I get, mm-hmm. how do I get the peak? You know? And it's like, well, how long have you been training your arms for? Like if you only been training them for two years, you just might need to train them for four years. <laughs> yeah. And then a peak might pop yeah. out of there. What mm-hmm. I like about the uh, gravity transformation videos, um, I mean, I'm still a child, so he puts up like pictures mm-hmm. and like shiny things, and I'm like, "Oh, what's that?" And but the information sticks, and it, it's uh, it's just done really, really well. Mm-hmm. And they will have like movie references in there as well. It just yeah. it keeps it fun. Yeah, it's got to be fun. Nah, that that's it's, it's something I'm jealous about for younger cats these days. Is that there's there's so much good information as far as mm-hmm. lifting, getting stronger, getting bigger. It's like there's so much. Um, but then there also lies the difficulty of just focusing and doing it because you, know, mm-hmm. you have so much to pay attention to. Like, it's like, Oh, what do I do? Or what, what let's, yeah. So, but you know, if, if <laughs> these days are the best days to be a teenager trying to grow some muscle, let me put it that way. Yep. Did you watch the, uh, the new, um, space jam movie? I did not, but I've just been seeing the internet's been roasting it. I don't know why. Also, congratulations to the Bucks, Giannis Antetokounmpo, yes. for winning the NBA championship. Uh, I was, that guy's amazing. Uh, he is. I I don't like coming at it this way, but like I'm actually just happy because I didn't I didn't want the Suns to win. Nothing against Booker and the Paul? the Suns, but 
Chris Paul's a fucking douchebag. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Never liked him. But yeah. Anyway, it was funny uh, when they were in the playoffs to Marcus Cousins, who's also not like really a good player either. But he's just yelling at him. He's like, that's why nobody fucks with you or whatever. Like, <laughs> Damn. So it's like if, if a, a shitty player is telling you that you're a shitty player, like you're, you're probably a shitty dude. So much beef. Nah. Like Piedmontese. <laughs> <laughs> Check out Piedmontese yes. beef. They're great. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, also give a shout out to our boy Kelly Sturette, who's been at it for a really long yeah. time. He's what? had tremendous impact and influence on us here. Um, we have a lot of friends and a lot of people that come on the show, so please, please show some forgiveness towards us uh, if mm. we're fucking forgetting you. We're not doing it intentionally. But yeah, Kelly Sturette's been out a really long time. Another kind of uh, mobility guy. He helped you with your hip recently, right? Yeah, yeah. I posted about that. He um, So not just my hip, my foot. Right after I uh, did the... My tournament, I pulled a tendon in my foot, and Kelly gave me the exact protocols that I should do immediately so I can get the swelling down and get healed up. And then I pulled my adductor before that. Before that tournament, I, I pulled up my adductor, and it was just taking the longest time to recover. And I pulled it a little bit more in the tournament and pulled it doing stupid things here and there. Mm. Uh, and then Kelly gave me just a few things that I should do, and it's been feeling ever so juicy. So... Yeah, and his, like on on his channels, the Ready State, um, he still puts forward such great information as far as mobility, um, flexibility, all that type of stuff. That's just going to be so great for athletes. So absolutely, y'all should be paying attention to Doctor Kelly Sturet. Matt Vincent uh, put out a video, oh. I think yesterday, it's called like a short film. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like a short film. Ooh. It's called Fragile. Um, I got to see a sneak peek of it. It was really dope. Wow. Uh, Matt has, you know, he was a two-time uh, Highland Games world champion, and uh, his career was cut short with some knee injuries. He had just like general, just knee issues, and just had one surgery, and then had another surgery, and had another surgery, and had another surgery. And uh, anyway, uh, he just went through it, man. He went through some really, really brutal, tough times. Uh, anyone that's an athlete that has uh, their athleticism pulled away from them, it's like a like where we are, I mean, it, you know, the name of the thing is called fragile and it's got like a line through it, the name of the documentary. Um, and, uh, we are like, you know, we try to make ourselves tough, but man, are we, we're very, very fragile when something gets taken away. And so Matt kind of takes you through this whole journey of, uh, going through all these surgeries and just what a freaking bummer it is. And then, uh, you know, at the end he starts to work his way towards, uh, doing some running. And there's some really cool stuff in there. I don't want to ruin it for you guys, but, uh, you know, he worked really hard and got himself to be able to, he wasn't a runner ever before. He was a big, big, big guy, uh, over 300 pounds doing Highland game stuff. And, uh, he had to make a transition and it's just cool to see him happy. It's cool to see him come out the other side and, uh, be doing so well. It's so cool to be seeing him do the things that he's doing on his page because I forget when I watch his stuff that he has a fake knee. Yeah, mm-hmm. knee replacement, yeah. Like literally, like he's paddleboarding, he's doing all these movements, and I'm watching his knee, I'm like, whoa, dude. Like that thing doesn't, it, it's it's just moving. Nor- like it's it's awesome to see, and I think it's very motivating, um, not just for me, but for anyone who has to deal with something like that because a lot of people would, would maybe if they get that, they think they're done. They're not going to be able to, you know, really improve or, or change your body. Kelly also did the same. Like, he has mm-hmm. a fake knee, too, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah, so just crazy. both those guys, it's 
it's amazing. I can't wait to watch that documentary. Yeah, I didn't know same. that was out. It's a, just under 40 minutes, so Sick. it was a lot longer than I expected, but that's cool. Um, his boy Brant, um, his camera guy, his, yeah. his whole media guy, he, he did a really good job. Um, but somebody else that's like kind of in our circle, but the other uh, Mind Pump guys. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I watch their stuff for two different reasons. One, like, yeah, I'm probably going to learn some cool shit about fitness, nutrition, or whatever. But the other mm-hmm. side is I'm trying to get better at what I do right here on the podcast. So, yeah. you know, they, they have a really... Uh, successful like podcast and they have a cool format so i watch it with you know with uh two things in mind mm-hmm. and you know try to just uh improve in two different two different ways when i watch their stuff so i'm really grateful that we can like just lob them a text whenever we want and they've always been super cool mind mm-hmm. uh we talk about it very minimally on this show because we don't have a lot of experience with it but uh we do talk a little bit here and there about psychedelics and i know there's mm-hmm. been a surgence of people becoming more and more interested in it um there's a youtube channel called psyched substance i will check this out and it has like i don't know it's got like a crazy amount of subscribers to it um maybe like 10 million subscribers or 5 Whoa. million or something like that i mean there's a lot of people uh checking out the guy puts forth some really great information i, I just think you know, it's like a, kind of a double-edged sword. You know, you don't want to mention something because you're like, oh, I don't want to see people like mm-hmm. try something randomly because they're hyped about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would like for people to be informed about stuff. So uh, when we talk about anabolic steroids or we talk about uh, any substance that you're going to put in your body, it's the best thing is just to be more and more informed about it, whether it's, uh, you know, diet drinks that have sucralose in it or mm-hmm. it's... Uh, you know, you want to do some mushrooms on the weekend. It's great to just have the knowledge of mm-hmm. what these things might do to you, what they can do for you, and what to look <laughs> out for. Because I think probably the probably the worst thing is that some of these things can be laced with other shit, and so that would be smoke big concern. Crack. I, I want to check this video. Mm-hmm. It's a, kratom led me to inject the sazul. <laughs> I smoked. I'm crack. sorry for cutting you off there, Mark. It's just no, it's great. <laughs> oh God, this is cool. I didn't watch that one. Okay, I'm definitely gonna check this channel out. This twenty eight grams of mushrooms. Oh my mm. gosh! What he took that at once? It's a mm. reacting to somebody. Oh, doing it. Jesus! Okay, mushrooms. Reaction videos are crushing on wow. YouTube right now too. Yeah, we got to do that. <laughs> That's quite. I'm definitely gonna check this channel out. All right, Andrew, let's take this on out of here. I think we got everybody uh, listed out. Yeah. Uh, who else? Oh, I also have uh, Doug Brignoli down here. Oh, yeah. um, his his channel's growing. Well, it's the uh, Smart Training 365 channel. Him and uh, his buddy uh, Mo, they go back and forth on certain things. Uh, they'll break down like some of the guests that we've had on, like some of the stuff that we say on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And then they just recently basically did a podcast with um, John Gaglione. And it was really, really good. Um, and it was cool because, you know, um, uh, Brignoli's talking about like, you know, whether a squat is like the best way to do things or I can't remember the, the context. I'm really upset. Oh, it was about a sissy squat, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that like, if you just lean forward, like it makes it easier or whatever it may be and leaning back makes it harder and you get more bang for your buck that way. And then, uh, gags was just like, well, I just want to like mention something like as power lifters, we're looking to shorten you know, the movements we're looking to try to push as much weight as efficiently as possible. So we're not actually looking to try to get the most bang for our buck. We're trying to you know, get the best value if anything, but it was just really cool because it was an awesome back and forth conversation. And I don't think anybody, uh, I don't want anybody to overlook it if mm. they're too hard on 
the break 20 or too hard on powerlifting. They're like, I don't want to, you know, it was just a cool conversation. And we're actually going to have, uh, we're going to have Brig. Oh. Dougie Fresh is going to be in the house. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to have Briggy Smalls coming in soon. Hey. <laughs> hey. So thank you everybody for checking out today's episode. If we mentioned some of your guys' favorite YouTubers, Please hit that like button. If you miss somebody, let us know in the comments right now. So that way we can kind of start checking out who you guys are checking out and then bring them within our circle. Um, thank you to Eat Right Foods for sponsoring today's episode. Uh, again, that's the uh, links down in the description below. It's eatrightfoods.com at checkout. Enter promo code POWERPROJECT for 25% off your first order and code POWERPROJECT for 10% off every order after that. Follow the podcast at Mark Bell's Power Project on Instagram at MB Power Project on TikTok and Twitter. My Instagram and Twitter is at I am Andrew Z and Seema. Where are you at? And Seema and Yang on Instagram and YouTube and Seema Yin Yang on TikTok and Twitter. Mark. <laughs> There's so many people to mention. There's so many. Tom Bilyeu, Impact Theory. Oh, big was, yes. Um, what's it? Uh, Howes. Um, what's his first name? Um, Lewis. Lewis Howes. Oh, there yeah, you Lewis go. Howes. Yeah, there's, there's just a lot of great resources. Um, as I was looking through my own YouTube, mm-hmm. uh, Academy of Ideas came up too. Like, that's a great thing. I think uh, I think I've listened to almost every single thing they ever put out. Like, mm-hmm. like hundreds of videos, I think. Mm-hmm. And it's all just like, I don't know, deep dive shit. Where yeah. you're like, huh? Like, I don't even know. You don't even know what to think of it when you first listen to some of it, but pretty and, cool stuff. And then all the stoicism stuff, too. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. There's all these Tim Ferriss. Daily videos. Stoic. Tim yeah, Ferris. Daily Stoic. That's what it's called. Who's the doctor guy? Um, 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 he also does quite a bit of fasting. God, God, God. What's mm. his name? I, I listen to his podcast quite a bit. Ah. I'll throw another guy uh, everyone's way. Alan Watts. Um, he yeah. died many years ago, but uh, just, I don't know. I just, I find, I find a lot of great information in a lot of the stuff that I, that I'm seeking and something like learning like a quote, um, like just like this quote in particular, uh, I found it to be really helpful for me and really helpful for me in helping other people lose weight is that you'll never have enough of what you don't need. And even in my pursuit to, uh, you know, expand and, and grow and, and have the company uh, continue to do better and make more money and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's a, that's a wonderful thing to kind of keep in mind is that you'll never have enough of what you don't need. There's things that you really don't necessarily need that you think that you need. And you're probably better off just pitching it over into the category of actually, you know, I don't really need that, but I would like to have that. And th- those kinds of things have been really helpful for me. Peter Atia. <gasps> that's sorry. That's what was, that's Atiyah the name I couldn't remember. The drive podcast is really good. So Peter Atia's podcast, the drive, check it out. I'm at Mark Smelly Bell. Strength is never weakness. Weakness, never strength. Catch you guys later. Bye.